God. How's everybody doing? Everybody's good? Blessed and what? Amen. As long as God's on our side, we are blessed and highly favored. It doesn't matter the transitions that we go through in this natural life. God has promised and he will fulfill his promise in you. The best thing that God gave us is eternal life. And who can take that away? Who can take away what God has given us? Who can take Tell me, who can take it away? Your circumstances, your problems, your sickness, your lack, or your abundance. Nothing can take it away. God has given us such precious promises. And I believe that this is what keeps me stirred up in the spirit. And even though I go times of difficulties, and can anybody... Uh, be a witness. Anybody goes through difficult times? You're always happy-go-lucky with a smile on your face. You never sit in the corner and cry and say, oh, my guy, bendito. Nobody does that but me. But then God, the Holy Spirit gets a hold of you and says, look what I've done for you. Look what my son went through for you to bring you into my presence. And in my presence, there is fullness of joy. If you learn to trust and look at me in spite of the circumstances, I will give you the victory because it's not what it looks like. It's what God says in his word. And his word is above every other thing. The Bible says that his word is above his very name. Bless the Lord. And so we can trust in the word of God. When God says a thing, he will surely bring it to pass. You don't know when. You don't know how. You just got to know that you know that you know that he promises and he will bring it to pass. Come on, I'm ready to preach today. I've been through some storms. I've been through some hard times. I've been through times where the enemy wants to steal my identity, but because I know who I am in the Lord, and because I know who saved me, and I know that my life is hit in Christ, and so no one can touch this, not even the enemy. You got to know who you are in Christ. You got to know that he came and he died on the cross for you. He gave you an example of life. He showed you that you are to be what he has called you and destined you to be. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter where he drew you from. It doesn't even matter what you did an hour ago. It doesn't matter because God who started a good work in you shall perfect it unto the coming of the Lord. And those are the things in which we have to hold on to in spite of the difficulties that we go through, in spite of the turmoil, because I'm telling you, every time you go through, it's because God is taking you to a new level. You see, you can't stay comfortable where you're at. God didn't call us to stay in comfort. God called us to go from glory to glory and strength to strength. That is the word of the Lord. We can't stay comfortable. How many are comfortable today? If you raise your hand, you're in trouble. Some of you went. But God is calling us for a destiny that's greater than we can even imagine. 
you can't even begin to comprehend the depths, the length, the width of the love of God. You can't even begin to understand the mind of God. But the Bible says that he has given us the mind of Christ. And what we need to do is align ourselves with the word of God to know that in spite of, God is able. You know, in one minute you can be hearing affliction and then he can shoot you out like an arrow and you hit the mark and you go and meet your destiny. Because no one can cancel what God has given you. You hear me, sister? Nobody. Nobody. God just waits on you to say, yes, I will. I am, Lord. I'm not looking at, okay, now I'm going to get prophetic. I'm not looking at anything else but you, Lord. I've been called. I've been sealed. I've been set apart. And I am who you say I am. And in spite of the pointing of fingers and the affliction and the neglection, God says you are his daughter. He has sealed you. And the destiny that God has for you is greater than what you think. Mm, Because he brought you from that place to this place. And you know that. But the revelation of God has still not been fulfilled, baby. You have not even tasted a little bit of what God is doing in your life. Because the awesome power of God is going to bring you through. And all those things that seem chaos, God is just moving away the stones so that you can walk in the path of his righteousness and do his will. God says, do not be afraid. For I called you by name when nobody wanted you, when nobody wanted to look at you, when everybody said, forget about it. She is a nobody. God said, I made you a somebody. I formed you in your mother's womb even when you felt you weren't wanted. I caused you to be birthed at this time because I love you. I got to tell you that again. I love you. God says, I love you. You are chosen by me. And God says, I'm going to take care of it. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't even defend yourself, baby, because when God defends us, oh, my God. There ain't nobody that can say no when God says, yes. When God says, yes. No one can say, nah, you got to be kidding me. They got to shut up. That's what I love about my God, because God does things. Okay, can I just flow with the Holy Spirit? Can I just flow because I just need to flow right now. When God calls us, he gives us a destiny that he already prepared. See, God knew exactly what was going to happen. The best thing that I love about God, that when people count you out, God still has you standing. If it's one thing that I hear from an early age, and I don't know this about you, but you said, Lord, if you give me children, I want to see them grow up, and I want to see them married and serving you. And God says, he heard your prayer. Mm. The enemy has tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried. And guess who's still standing? 
Because when God does a thing, when God does a thing, nobody can get in the way. I'm not saying that you're not going to go through, but you're going to come out with flying colors. See, because God take, God shows off. Can I go there? God shows off with you. He sees you. He says, mm. so you think. Because we still have an accuser that goes before God. And he's allowed to. But this is the secret that I learned. When he accuses me, it's because God already has a plan. God already has a purpose. God already has an exit for me to go through. Sometimes I scramble around because I kind of don't find it, you know. It gets a little bit foggy. But when I see it, I say, por ahí voy. I'm going through there. Because God has eternal purpose. Now, can I buy some things right now in the name of Jesus? I come against depression and oppression in the name of Jesus. I bind it and cast it out in the name of Jesus where it will not touch, influence, or determine your decision to serve the Lord or stay in your place. Hallelujah, Jesus. I cast out every spirit of fear and sickness. I cast out mental depression and oppression in the name of Jesus. I come against it with the power and the authority of the word of God. It will not touch you or influence your decision. Bless God. Now, some people said that I'm cocky. Maybe I am. But I know that I know who God is in my life. Y para ti, mala suerte. <laughs> Bless God. I'm just being me. Can I be me? I haven't been me for a while. I got to be me. I got to. <laughs> That's why I came back home. So I could be me. You know, I'm tired of formality. I'm tired of like, uh, see, no, uh-huh. When I get into the spirit of God, I'm like, watch out, brother thing. I'm like, mm-hmm, let me jump in. Let me jump in. I'm going to show, show people that God is the God that he says he is, and nobody can detain the hand of God. If God is giving you gifts, then they belong to you, and God expects you to exercise them in spite of the circumstances that you go through. People may say, Mm-mm, that's not true, you don't have them, uh, no, it's not time. You know, just tell the devil, you don't want to insult the person, don't be like me. I don't recommend anybody to be like me. Because I'm crazy enough to say, shut up. And I'm always in trouble. What can I tell you? But say under your breath, God, you're saying, Be quiet in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you, I bind you, and cast you out, you lying devil, you. You can say that under your breath. They're going to say, excuse me. Dios te bendiga. There's things that God has called you to do that is very necessary in this time and season. And I'm talking about people. Who's the newest member here? Nobody knew. Nobody? How long you been here, sweetie? Am I picking on you right now? Yes, I am. 
How long you been here? In and out. Can I let you know, let you in on a little secret? That thing is gone in the name of Jesus. Look at me. It's gone. Every time that thing and me and you know what we're talking about, right? Comes and says something. You say no. I've been called for greatness. Do you know that there are people waiting on you? That's the first thing you wake up in the morning thinking about the people, and then you say, I can't do it. Who told you that lie? Look at me, honey. Yes, you can. Look at me. Yes, you can. You're going to do it. You will do it, and you will perform it. And that thing... God is about to remove. It's not going to bother you anymore. Learn to do this. Whatever. Keep walking. Because God has greatness for you. And you cannot hold back. You can't keep crying about it. And you've got to trust the Lord now. With that said, let me say something else. The church nowadays... And this, I've seen it many uh, over and over again. And I've seen it during the time that I've been here in, in the United States. Um, I've been in the United States. It, this Texas feels like another country. I'm sorry. <laughs> it really, really does. It feels like I'm in a country with no passport and nobody to get out. It's, 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 a, different, it's, it's a whole different thing, but we're, we're not going to touch that right now. But I have learned that the, the church goes through cycles, say cycles. And there is nothing new under the sun. Nothing new. And so when people are looking for something new, other than the word of God, something that will give them a quick remedy or what they think it's God, they begin to read material that doesn't precisely agree with the word of God. And they begin to practice certain things that they are not mature enough to practice because they don't know how to rightly divide the word of truth. And they begin to exercise an authority that's not given to them. Thereby, they bind lives instead of loosing them. Yeah, I'm going to expose this right now in the name of Jesus. And so these things that I've seen during my lifetime... And I'm kind of old. Don't you dare agree with me. You suppose I Jenny que tú te estás también. Things that I've seen over and over again, and I'm saying that there is not genuineness in this because God gives gifts to the body, but the gifts need to work together in agreement so that everything will come into alignment and harmony with the Word of God.
when people begin to isolate themselves and speak things over people's lives because there's something, Mickey, that you cannot do. You cannot cast out your flesh. I'm sorry, he or she needs to die. You can try to cast it out as much as you want, but as long as you keep it alive, it's going to stay alive. Can you agree with me? Not to say that people need to be renewed in the spirit of their minds according to the word of God. Not to say that people need deliverance. I'm not saying that. But deliverance comes with alignment with the word of God. Now, I've seen some things that, I mean, they curl my hair. And I've seen some practices that I said, if the church is not careful with bringing order in the, into the house of the Lord, they're going to create a chaos. And what's going to happen, that familiar spirits and different spirits are going to come in. Because when a person, can I say this? Yes. When a person becomes passive and begins to receive everything that is told, that person becomes passive and any spirit can come in. Now, those of you that are theologians, you can agree with me or disagree I've lived a long time to see this. Now, I believe in the word of God. I believe that you need to pray over some people that they need to be free of certain things. But the only thing that can cure that person is assurance of who they are in Christ and show them that they don't have to subject to the flesh any longer. And these things are very, very important because I've seen certain things that I'm saying, my God, if this is not taken care of in this moment, it can even deceive the very elect. And we know the word of God says that the enemy wants to come and deceive even the very elect. We are at that time, saints, where the enemy wants to confuse the church of the living God to believe things that are not in, in agreement with the word and then people begin to be confused and then things start happening and people think they need deliverance even from a toothache. Take an aspirin and go to the dentist. I'm sorry, this is me. And not to say that someone can, can pray for you and you're toothache. I know what that is. You know, my husband prayed for me. He said, me fue el dolor de muela. Me vino el otro día, but at least that day it went. <laughs> I, I cannot be honest with you. This is the way it is. I, I know that God is moving in our behalf, and we're about to see miracles and things happen. But we must separate the trueness from the counterfeit because there is a lot of counterfeit that's happening out there and we need to grab a hold of the truth of God. If God is giving you authority, then exercise it. But if you know that that's the field that you're not supposed to touch, stay away from it. Because some people want to be jack of all trades and master of none. Jack of all trades and master of none. No me cuque. And so I come today more to give you a word of encouragement. Know that God has called you here. Know that, look at, look, look at what you have came from. We were here in the beginning. We know what it is to struggle, right? We know what it is even to fight with each other. Come on, let's be real. Disagree. Get a little bit annoyed. Oh, no, you guys don't do that because you guys are too holy. But we also know how to put on forgiveness and keep working together. 
because they're a destiny to fulfill. You see, you, can't, you come to church and sometimes, can I blow some balloons here? Just pop your balloons. We come to church and we think everything is perfect. If this church was perfect, I shouldn't be here. Because I am far from perfect. When I tell you, honey, mamita, I'm telling you the truth. I am so far from perfect. Ask my husband when you see him one day. That we need to understand that God is now building this church. He's brought you into a new dimension, a new level. He has broken off the things that so easily beset you. Those that have been for a while, you've seen, you've been through, you've experienced, you have personal struggle and church, so you've seen a lot of things. You've lived a lot of things. You have personal struggles. No one should accuse you of anything because there's something wrong in your home. If there's a situation, and I'm going to pick on Elder just because I love him, if he's having a personal struggle at home and you get ear of it, shut your mouth. Because you're supposed to be praying knowing that he is fighting the same fight of faith that you're fighting. Don't say, y mira que eso es un anciano. Shut up. Because greater responsibility, I'm, I'm so blunt, right? Greater responsibility is on a person when they have to give. You know the, how hard it is? to come here, sit down, raise your hand, give face, complete everything that you're assigned to do, and inside you're hurting. And you can't say nothing to nobody because they expect you to know better. Ain't that something? That's horrible. Yo no porque yo me quejo. I'm sorry, when some, I'm uncomfortable with something. I go with somebody I trust. I say, listen, I'm going through. This is me, but not everybody is me. Learn how to keep your brother and your sister in this season. Learn that you understand the dynamics of church life. We got to stop the little things, you know, and begin to mature in the things in which God is calling us to do. We need to mature. Saints, can, can we come up a further level? There are going to be struggles, sis. There are going to be resistance. As your daughter gets older, you're going to have more trouble with her. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Your marriage is not always going to be hunky-dory. You're going to have differences. But the thing is to come together in agreement. And you can ask my husband. I'm not always agreeable. Guy, you can ask some of the people here that know me. Because I always have to have, I'm the kind of person that I need to analyze everything in order to comprehend things. You can't tell me a word and expect me to say, be quiet. Mm -mm. I need answers. That's the way I function. Maybe you function with one word. I can't. And so the quicker we know how we function within the body, the better we're going to be able to treat each other and be able to cause each other to grow. You understand where I'm coming from? Because not all of us are intellect. Certainly I'm not. Can't you tell? But I know God enough 
to tell you that God is taking this church into a place where there's going to be multitude of people that are coming in from all walks of life. People that are not completely 100% up here. And you have to be able to discern where they're coming from. Don't you dare accuse or point the finger. That people that are hurting mentally, they're hurting so bad that no one is able to take care of them. And you, God has called you to take care of these people, to be able to build them up. Why do you think that God took you out of a religious place? Why do you think God does that? Why does he take you out of religious circles where everything is a religion, everything is do and don't and don't? God doesn't want that from the body. God wants you to know Christ, dress Christ, and present Christ the way you're supposed to. Can I be real with you? Because this is a season where we need to grow in understanding and that we need to know that this is the time where God is calling you. And manita, tú has sufrido bastante. Bastante. You've been disappointed so much, it's not funny. You know who's been carrying the pain? the person next to you. Pero el Señor quiere que tú sepas que todo lo que tú sufriste no fue en vano. Que Dios levanta bandera de amor sobre de ti. Y que tú vas a poder tener todo lo que tú necesitas para terminar lo que está en tu corazón. Ya se terminó abusos, palabras de abusos, cosas que te han venido en tu pasado. El Señor dice, ya, tú eres una mujer de Dios. Así que levanta tu cabeza y tu frente en alta, porque Dios es el que pelea por ti. Tú has visto muchas cosas y te has quedado callada. Pero es tiempo que profetice. Porque tú sabes que ese llamado está en ti. Habla. Comparte con los pastores. Habla. Porque Dios te está mostrando muchas cosas. on behalf of those people that hurt you and hurt your mother I ask you to forgive them forgive me are you willing to do that tell me you forgive me because I need to hear that you forgive me for what tell me
Bless God. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless God. God is doing something special here, and we're going to allow him to do it because we need to in order for us to go into that new place. Mind you, I said we, right? I'm not excluding myself from that. I, I need you guys to pray for us. Okay, pray for us and pray for us because God is moving us into a different direction and I need to know what God wants in this season. Amen? Because I know God is doing something awesome. Now, what are the things that God needs for you and I to do on a constant basis? We need to continue to have true fellowship with one another. You know, if you're upset with somebody, find a way to tell them, listen, I, you know, I'm sorry, but I feel upset. If the person doesn't hear you, then pray about it first. <laughs> But bring someone alongside you that can help you because you want to restore that person. You don't want that person to die. The worst thing I've seen in the last eight years is that the worst army they can be is the army of the Lord that leaves their wounded soldier to die in their field. And that hurts my I don't know about you, but that hurts my heart when somebody is wounded in the field. And those of us that call ourselves mature that we go for battlefield, why don't we pick them up and bring them back? Why is it that we're so concerned of us being, being not, not being shot at, not go through nothing, that we're not concerned of those wounded soldiers in the field and they're bleeding to death and no one has the audacity, because I don't know what else to call it, to say, listen, you stay here if you want, but I'm going to go back and get that person. Because that person at one time I saw that person move in the power of the Holy Spirit. I saw that person love God. I saw that person wanting to do the will of God. And that person is wounded right now and is bleeding to death. And unless I go and risk my life to get them, they will not be able to come back into the fold. Don't you know that we're going to have to give account to God for everything we did and we did not do? You're not supposed to play it safe. You're supposed to take risks in the kingdom of God. You don't. You can't say amen, say ouch, it's okay. We are supposed to take risk in the kingdom of God. We are not supposed to kill each other off by saying, I saw them in sin, shut up and rescue them. Rescue that one that is hurting. You know how bad it is to bleed to death and there's no one to bandage you up? No one to say, listen, I'm on your side. No one to say, I am with you. Don't give up. No one just to sit down and hear the complaints of those that are, even if they insult you, so what? Jesus took the insults of people and he died on the cross. Aren't we supposed to be imitators of Christ? What happens? Why can't we not be imitators of Christ? This is a new season. And forgive me those who are new. I'm just trying to tell you, prepare for war, babies. 
Because you're in the army now. Whether you enlisted or you got drafted, you were in the army. <laughs> the moment you said, I, you said, I used to say, I. Because <laughs> whether we live or die, we belong to Christ. And God is looking for tenacious people that are able to go out there and pick up the hurting. Let me tell you, if you just listen today to the Spirit of the Lord and you prepare yourself and you go out there and gather them, this house is going to burst by the seams. They're going to be spiritual children birthed here as never before. The place that now you have is not going to be able to house you. You're going to have to go to two services, three services. I don't know how many services because God is gathering those that were lost and bringing them back in. There are a lot of lost sheep that once were in the fold, but the thief came through the back door and kicked them out. You and I need to go get them in the name of Jesus and make sure they come in. Because this is about salvation of soul. This army is not about how much God can use me and how pretty I look. Even though I am pretty, it's okay. You don't have to say. I'm pretty and I know it. You have to come out with a joke, Pastor Victor, because they're And You're going to have to give me a couple of bodyguards just to come out. And there are people who are dying. They're family members that you don't speak to because you're tired of their mess. God didn't tell you to get tired of their mess. God said pray for them and bring them, cause them to come in. Because if you don't reach them, who will? You know who has been my favorite person in the Bible lately? It's been that woman at the well, the Samaritan woman with all those husbands. Come on, none of you were saints, neither was I. <laughs> and I have a tissue. I know, that, I know this is not a woman's thing. Can I have a tissue, somebody? Yes, please. Take two. Yeah, take two. <laughs> oh, God, I cracked myself up. Wait. My favorite person has been the woman at the well. Why? Because that woman, in spite of what she was, she was doing something. She was getting water. And in spite of her condition, even when Jesus read her like a book, he said, you had, you, <laughs> you had that many, and even the one you got now is not yours. Still, she went and she preached the gospel. God did not look at her circumstance. God looked at her need and brought her in. And because she received salvation and healing, she went out and did the same. Look, I met a man that taught, read me like a book. See, because when God heals, he touched those areas in your life. I know he touched mine. I know what I've done. I know where I came from. I know how broken I've been. I know what it is to be accused because I've been married more than one time. And? 
Unfortunately, things don't work out sometimes. God bless you if your marriage worked out. Oh, hallelujah. I bless you in Jesus. But sometimes they don't. I know what it is to be in in, in abusive relationship where they swell my, <laughs> me rompieron la boca, caminé con los dos ojos hinchados. I know what that is. I know what it is to be locked up in an apartment while my so-called husband got high. I know what that is. I know what physical abuse is. I know what emotional abuse is. And I know what verbal abuse is. And God says it's time for you to speak your testimony because there are so many people, not only women, but men, that are going through the same thing. And we need to be advocators of the truth. Sometimes we just don't want to share because we're ashamed. We don't got to be ashamed of the past. Thank God God cleaned me up. Where would I be without Jesus? Some people say, don't, 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 don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody I was. Mira, no lo diga. Because we're so afraid about people's opinion. You know what? Your opinion does not matter. It's what God says in his word. I haven't even read the scripture. Jesus Christ, hallelujah. I do preach, by the way. But I need to share my heart because this is the season where God is telling you, cut out the, you know, cut out that middle part where you think those things that you practice that are religious and get to know God a little bit closer. Because God is lifting up people that are so, so in love with the Lord that it doesn't matter through the obstacles that you go through. Let me tell you, is your home going to be perfect? No. I'm glad you got it. Is, is your marriage going to be perfect? Being perfected, just say that. Being perfected. Is your family relationships going to be perfect? Being perfected. Are we going to have differences? Are we going to hold on to the differences? I don't know about you, but I'm a diehard. I will only hold on to a difference if it's affecting you. Because if it's affecting you, I'm going to pray you through the kingdom of God. And I, one thing that my mommy told me, my mother served the Lord. She was one of those Pentecostales. Like they say, she was a diehard. Well, one thing she taught me was, Jenny, get up and pray. Because prayer changes things. And if anything, my mother left me was a legacy of prayer. I have been praying. And I continue to pray. And I will continue to press. And I will continue to lift up people to pray. Because if anything I know is prayer changes things. Prayer according to the will and the purposes of God. Not prayer, Lord. Dame ese esposo, quítesalo a ella. That's not prayer. It sounds funny, but I've heard some crazy prayers. Nobody heard crazy prayers in the kingdom. I've heard some crazy prayers. I'm like, hermanita, perate. Let's pray according to the will of God. And God has given me a plan for two years to lift up prayer ministries. 
And I kind of didn't figure it out because, you know, these things you learn as you go along, especially if you've never done them. And so far, a whole group came out and started their own. And I said, bless God, as long as they continue to pray. Because sometimes people don't like women leaders. And I ain't easy. But I believe that I am true, and I want to be true to the word of the Lord. And God has lifted up people in prayer, and people that have said, man, I didn't have a prayer life, now I do. And I bless God for that. Because if I could do anything and have people pray, that's awesome in my sight. To seek the kingdom of God and bless the Lord. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.